0: Welcome to Morning Prayers. We will begin with a reading from the Black Appleton Chapel Psalter, Psalm number 23, found on page 12. Please stand as you are able. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want.
1: He made me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still
0: waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in straight paths for His name's sake.
1: Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for Thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff
0: they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou hast anointed my head with oil; my cup runneth over. You may take your seats.
2: James chapter 1 verses 13 to 17. Now listen, you who say, today or tomorrow, we will go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business, and make money. Why, you do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogant schemes. All such boasting is evil. If anyone then knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it is sin for them. This verse addresses me and all other college seniors at the outset. You who say, today or tomorrow, we'll go to this city, we'll get this job, we'll make this money. Through the past few weeks of acute calamity, destruction and violence in the US and abroad, if there's one thing I can take away, it's that we cannot control the future. College students, especially Harvard seniors, love to make plans. The next internship, city, or job is always on the horizon. In this verse, we're confronted with a question tougher than, why do you want to work for X company? Or what can you tell me about yourself? Instead, it's what is your life? Luckily, we're immediately given an answer, though it is the most humbling answer I can imagine. You are a mist. My life is as transient as the morning mist that burns away with the rising sun. My life is transient, and my experiences, memories, the things that make me who I am, are also a hazy mist. This mist of past, present, and future is the concrete outline of me. This temporality may at first feel futile, but I found it quite freeing. I teach church school here at Memorial Church. Each Sunday, Wes leads three other church school teachers and me in teaching around 20 young people, ranging in age from pre-K to sixth grade. This was my introduction to the Memorial Church community. I've had the privilege of teaching many of these young people for a few years now. These students have often been my link beyond the Harvard bubble. Their fresh perspective, their innocence, their curiosity, and their incredible intelligence continually surprise me. However, as much as I have learned over the past three years of Sunday mornings, I've also realized how transient I am in these formative years of the children's lives. After I graduate, in a few months or years, they'll most likely forget me. This speaks to the transience of the undergraduate experience, my experience at Harvard. Students ebb and flow, but the buildings stand and the institution remains. Though I'm here in Memorial Church a few times a week, and walk by it every day, I only recently realized it is indeed a war memorial. The names of men who died in battle are etched on these walls. Harvard's architecture immortalizes the transience of their lives. For me, there's something beautiful, frightening, and completely jarring about teaching children about love, forgiveness, and unity among remembrances of war, which is perhaps the ugliest side of humanity. The work that I do here as a student and a teacher may be transient, but it is not futile. For the young people, I'm a small part of the myth that will become their childhood and their memories of Memorial Church. My responsibility is to make sure that those remembrances are fond. Memorial, student, and church school, past, present, and future. We're all part of the living organism that is this community, one branch of the space of grace in the middle of Harvard Yard, as Professor Walton loves to call it. So life is short, and I ask, is it out of my hands anyway? To me, it's essential to see the verse through to the end. The final line puts the onus entirely on us. If anyone then knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it's a sin for them. Though we are ephemeral mist, we have the power to do right with our every short-lived second.
0: I invite you into a posture of prayer. God, your glory is proclaimed by creation with great conviction and clarity. Yet you remain mysterious. Though you are shrouded in a cloud of unknowing, your goodness and mercy are given in abundance. May we know your goodness in our common life together, seeing our neighbors face to face. Amen. Amen. Join me in saying together the Lord's Prayer found on the back of your order of worship. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. (coughs) Please stand as you are able to sing from the Memorial Church Crimson Hymnal, hymn number 44 when morning glides the skies. May the Lord keep you from evil. May the Lord keep you in your going out and in your coming in from this time on forevermore. Amen. Amen.